Now, it's time for NFL Network reporter Ian Rappaport. It's the Rap Sheet on the NFL on TuneIn. Ian, let's head around the league. What can you tell us about the surprising news this morning? Leonard Fournette deactivated for violating team rules in Jacksonville. Yeah, so my understanding of this one, and you're right, I mean, definitely surprising. I know it came out right when inactives were announced at around 11.30 this morning that the Jaguars would be without Leonard Fournette. My understanding is he missed a, a treatment on his ankle, and of course, remember, he missed the previous game with an ankle injury, and he missed a workout as well as potentially some other things. And obviously, missing the treatment for a player where health is the most important thing is not, not a good look. Uh, Doug Marone choosing to try to establish a culture rather than just say, you know what, we're going to let it slide and have our best player on the field. He did that. The Jaguars won by 16 anyway, and I really think message sent to the young rookie. And Nick Ferguson here, you know, we watched Jameis Winston uh, earlier this season uh, struggle through a shoulder injury. It appeared today in the game against the Saints. Uh, He re-injured that shoulder. But the bigger thing is he came off the sideline, sort of like uh, Marshawn Lynch did a a couple of weeks ago, uh, in, in the game on a Thursday night, uh, what could be the ramifications for Jameis Winston as far as leaving the sideline? Well, uh, it's a little bit of a different situation in my mind from Marshall Lynch because, you know, Beast Mode came in, ran all the way across the field, and basically got into a fight. I think Jameis was uh, more like the fight came to him. Obviously, he had a role in it uh, where he poked an opposing player, and then the fight ensued. But to me, uh, it's not quite leaving the bench area to get into a fight. Um, now, the health situation certainly is concerning. I know he had some tests post game just to see what's going on with his shoulder. He's been battling it for several weeks now. And, um, you know, anytime Ryan Fitzpatrick has to come in and play, it's not, you know, obviously not what the Bucks are looking for. And um, we'll see what happens with these tests and see how it goes. Chatting with our NFL insider, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. Ian Ezekiel Elliott playing today as Dallas matches up with Kansas City. Feels like I ask you this every Sunday. <laughs> I think What's we do. next legally when it comes to Ezekiel Elliott fighting the suspension? Well, he got an administrative stay. Uh, that's what put him on the field today. And then they should hear the results of the injunction, whether or not he gets an injunction. That should come at some point this week from a three-judge panel in the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. If he wins the injunction, then basically he's on the field for the rest of the year. Then there'll probably be another hearing in December, but not a ruling anytime soon. So that would basically mean he's on the field. If he loses the injunction, then you start to figure out, well, maybe his legal uh, issues or answers are, are running to a close, and maybe that's it. But, but really, it all comes down to this week. And I know it seems like that before, uh, but now, for real, it really does come down to this week. And, you know, Playing this game that we play in the NFL, you know, timbers start to flare because everyone wants to win, and and it's a game of competition. But mm-hmm. earlier today we saw uh, several scuffles, but the one that stood out to me was A.J. Green and Jalen Ramsey. Both players were ejected, you know, from the game. Yeah. From a league standpoint, what's on the horizon for either of these players? It's a great question because, you know, I think with A.J. Green, um, obviously the, the ejection was warranted. I mean, he just he went after Jalen Ramsey, uh, threw some punches, and it was pretty ugly. I'd be curious if anything was on the horizon for Ramsey because, you know, obviously he's an intense competitor, and I'm sure he ticked off A.J. Green, but I'm not really sure what Ramsey actually did. You know, he mainly frustrated a guy into getting, you know, he basically got punched. 
And then because he fought back after getting punched, he was ejected. I'll be curious to see what goes on with AJ Green. I mean, obviously he threw some punches, got ejected. Uh, and sometimes you just get fined and ejected, and that's the end of your punishment. But I would, I have, I have a hard time believing Jalen Ramsey's going to face punishment for, for really just defending himself. And Eli Manning's on his way to the Hall of Fame because he has two Super Bowl victories and because he has been an Ironman. 207 consecutive starts as of today. But given what the Rams did to the Giants, is that streak in jeopardy? Is he going to be the starter definitively the rest of the year for the Giants? They have not said that he's going to definitively be the starter for the rest of the year. And I think the way he played today and the way it's been going, um, you know, certainly leads to some questions. I mean, he missed... You know, on one drive at the end of the first half that would have really closed the game out, he missed two wide-open receivers, was late delivering the ball. Um, you know, he is he has been a great player. He has been, you know, likely a Hall of Famer. They have a young quarterback they'd like to see. I'm not sure they're there yet, um, but I would imagine they're getting close to saying, you know what, I'd be curious what some of these other guys do. Ian, uh, earlier this week, the San Francisco 49ers uh, gave up a second-round draft choice for Jimmy Garoppolo, and we were discussing this early before you came on. You know, what's kind of the end goal for Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers? Because we know that they can slap the franchise tag on him and try mm-hmm. to uh, move him uh, to another team and get some trade value. But do you see Jimmy G being with the 49ers long-term? I really do, and I don't – you know, I don't understand why they would trade for a second round, you know, trade a second rounder for him, get him in the building, probably play him for a couple games at, at the end of the year, maybe after the bye, and then deal him. You know, because if he's not good enough to, to play for them, then what's actually his trade value, right? Like, if they decide to go with another quarterback after having him in their building for half of a season, who would give up anything real to get him back? I mean, there's no and, – and pay the franchise tag. Um, so, I mean, I guess theoretically it's a possibility, but to me, this is a guy they believe is their is their franchise quarterback, and um, hopefully they see glimpses of that when he's in the building this year, and maybe at the end of the year he gets on the field, can show it to the rest of us too. Ian, great information as always. By the way, you sound phenomenal with yeah. the new studio setup, so thank you for the technological advantage uh, as great. well. And we'll chat with you on Wednesday on NFL No Huddle. Look forward to it. Thank you. First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on TuneIn.